Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Clearly we're in the middle of the worst ever act of terrorism directed at the United States on domestic soil. Oh my God, the building fell! what's going on out there. I mean, these bodies just coming a half hour later, still coming out of the goddamn sky. Devastating. Devastating. The very and real terrible images of terrorism now have New York and Washington as a backdrop. The World Trade Towers, gone. And so are hundreds and likely thousands of lives. The Pentagon stands, but with an ugly hole in its side, and outside Pittsburgh, the wreckage of a hijacked plane is strewn across a hillside. New York City is closed. It's paralyzed. Perhaps that's a better word. Mayor Giuliani urging people to stay home. If you can't, then try and find a way into the city. It's not easy. What's running and what's not? We have to get down to the sense of normalcy. And in one way, we can do that by... Checking in and seeing what is open and what is closed. Your shadow traffic report with Pete Toriello. All of the bridges and tunnels that come into Manhattan are closed. That's really the bottom line. If you're coming into Manhattan, and you should only be coming into this city if you absolutely, positively must be here. That is the, the only reason to be coming in here today. The city is closed for all intents and purposes. South of 14th Street, the bridges and tunnels are closed coming inbound. Path running every 30 minutes. Jersey Transit, Metro North, Long Island Railroad say that they're going to provide provide as much normal service as they can. The subways are running. The N, the R, the 1, 2, 3, and 9s are bypassing. Cortland Street, the Staten Island Ferry, is open to emergency services personnel only. Alternate side parking regulations are suspended on a citywide basis. Uh, both the West Side Highway and the FDR are shut down both ways from 96th Street all the way to the bottom. The Gowanus Expressway is closed inbound at Fort Hamilton Parkway. And a lot of the uh, approaches coming into the city from Jersey are shut down, including Route 80 eastbound and Fort Lee, eastbound 446 are closed in Fort Lee. Eastbound 3 is shut down in Weehawken. Northbound 1 and 9 is closed on the Skyway. The Turnpike eastbound Newark extension is closed. That would normally take you out to the Holland Tunnel. Uh, we've got the Turnpike shut down northbound on the eastern road from 15E to Route 80. The Western Spur is closed northbound at 80. The Palisades is closed southbound at exit 2. Judy? Thank you, uh, Pete. I, I, actually, I know firsthand the trouble of uh, trying to get around and uh, Frankly, I have Officer Sanchez and Strong of the 44th Precinct to thank incredibly for their kind assistance this morning for getting me to where I needed to be. And without them, I wouldn't be where I needed to be. So, again, a thank you to Officer Sanchez and Strong of the 44th Precinct and to all those people who are out there just doing what they do, helping people wherever help need is needed. The terror struck uh, shortly before 9 o'clock yesterday morning when a plane crashed into the upper floors of the North Tower of the World Trade Center. It seems like a second ago. It also seems like a lifetime ago. And then another plane crashed into the South Tower. About 10.30 yesterday morning, the towers collapsed one after another. An adjoining building, 7 World Trade Center, came down about eight hours later. Rescue workers tried to begin digging for bodies. It was difficult at first. The debris was shifting. The rubble unsteady. All through it, they continue to hold out hope of finding survivors in the wreckage of the worst case of terrorism on American soil. Today, the rescue effort continues. And one of those rescue efforts comes from Ladder Company Number 1 down on Duane Street. That's where 1010 Winds reporter Alice Stockton-Rossini headed. Firefighters at Ladder Company 1 are amazed. They all got out of the World Trade Center disaster alive. They were among the first on the scene of the tragedy, and many are still trying to cope with the devastation. Well, the war zone down there. Well, I was on the 30th floor. Uh, I can't believe I made it out of that building. Were you there when it went down? Yeah. How did you get out? God showed me the way. I shouldn't be here right now. I'm sorry.
Most of these firefighters will be back on the scene today, sifting through the rubble and helping with the cleanup. Literally hundreds of dump trucks line the streets between here and the remains of the World Trade Center, ready to haul away tons of debris. Alice Stockton Rossini, 1010 Winds at Ladder Company 1 in Lower Manhattan. 1010 Winds reporter Al Jones trying to get as close to the scene as possible. Let's join him for this live report. And about as close as anybody's getting now is Stuyvesant High School on the uh, west side highway. As Alice mentioned, uh, the dump truck's coming out, but mostly what they're bringing on now is stuff that has been picked off the streets. Uh, a lot of twisted metal. Actually, the one that went by, I could just see car parts sticking out, like a bumper and a, a twisted hood and uh, that kind of thing. Most of the actual uh, debris from the uh, World Trade Center towers uh, remains in place because they're still searching underneath for people trapped inside. In fact, they did pull two people out earlier this morning, and there's uh, at least two people underneath with a cell phone that have been contact, uh, in contact with people. So the search continues. There's still a lot of hope that people are going to be pulled out of their lives. But there's also the realization that there's some 50,000 people who work in this huge office complex on any given day. 2,000 injured and... Uh, a lot of people still missing, and that's what worries many here, uh, but that's what keeps them going, uh, keeps them searching through the rubble. There's a number of uh, workmen standing here with shovels and also these huge electric saws that they use to cut through not only concrete but also steel beams. There's dogs in the area. There's uh, those probes that they use uh, for earthquake searches, uh, the heat probes. So there's a lot of equipment down here and a lot of people, and the search continues. But for now, uh, we're back here kind of just watching what's going on. Not a lot of activity as far as ambulances going in and out, and that's not a good sign. You want to see ambulances because that means that people need help. Judy? Thanks, Al. We are getting word that uh, that huge ice rink that you may be familiar with down at the Chelsea Pier has been... Uh taken over to be used as a makeshift morgue. The final death toll from this terrible tragedy will not likely be known for weeks. The four planes, though, that crashed had a total of 266 people on board. Authorities say between 100 and 800 people were believed dead at the Pentagon. Thousands, as you heard Al Jones say, worked at the Trade Center. Thousands more were tourists who were inside. We were getting figures that upwards to 100,000 people walked through that complex on a daily basis. Believe it or not, some of the survivors have been calling for help, trapped under the debris, using their cell phones. We have word that four people have been pulled from the debris, at least one of them a firefighter. An amazing sight through the dust and the smoke that is still enveloping the area in downtown where the World Trade Center complex used to stand. There's an American flag that can still be seen. We've also been receiving word that the Millennium Hotel is on fire and is in danger of collapse, but it is believed that everyone who was in and around that hotel had been safely evacuated uh, quite some time ago. So there doesn't seem to be any danger of injuries or casualties should that Millennium Hotel absolutely uh, go down the way the World Trade Center went down yesterday. 1010 Winds reporter John Montone headed out to St. Vincent's Hospital where many of the injured are being treated. The medical staff is on full alert here. Outdoor triage centers are waiting for more casualties. Although the grim realization here is that anyone who has not been rescued by now may no longer be in need of medical attention. So far, one hospital official told me that 300 people have been brought here, most of them suffering from smoke and dust inhalation. Now, beyond the uh, trained medical personnel, there are New Yorkers like Nancy who uh, just have to do something. Uh, she wants to help out. When I came home from work today, which was late, it's like there were people wandering the streets taking pictures of nothing because there's nothing there. So they're taking pictures of where the buildings are without the buildings behind it. And uh, folks like Nancy are keeping themselves busy. Uh, in Nancy's case, she's picking up uh, bread, milk, other foodstuffs for uh, people who uh, she thinks could use it. I should say that this is about as far south as uh, Manhattan as we know it uh, now extends. Uh, beyond this, there's sort of a jerry-rigged uh, fortress of, uh, of uh, police.
police, uh, steel gates, uh, and, and horses here, uh, preventing uh, people from getting anywhere near uh, the scene of yesterday's uh, disaster. And uh, the most telling reminder of uh, what happened uh, less than 24 hours ago, that tow trucks are coming up and they're pulling cars from down near the scene, cars that are covered with this uh, dark uh, soot that filled the streets around the World Trade Center uh, after the towers collapsed. John Montone, 1010 Winds, reporting from St. Vincent's Hospital. As we have been mentioning, rescue workers certainly have been doing their best to try and get to any survivors that may be trapped amid the tons of dust and rubble. For years, people will be asking, where were you when the Trade Center was attacked? Tenton Wizard reporter Juliet Popup talked to some people who worked in Lower Manhattan and witnessed the devastation. One man said the plane seared through the building like a can opener. Another man searching for his father described the area as looking like World War III. The horrific sights of the crash and explosion witnessed by Lisa, a maintenance worker at 40 Worth Street. They were jumping out of the building. You see the bodies coming down. And we were all right on West Broadway. You see them just jumping out of the building. They look like big ragdolls. All I saw was two of them. But it seemed... From where we were standing, it seemed like somebody was waving, right? Before the second explosion, they're waving at the top by the corner. They're waving something wide. She said after the second explosion, she never saw them again. Juliet Papa, 1010 Winds in Lower Manhattan. Needless to say, Lower Manhattan is completely off limits to anybody and everybody, unless you are a rescue worker who, or have a, a special dispensation to be down there. But all of Manhattan is, is pretty tight. Let's get a feeling of where you can get to and where you can't get to in the shadow traffic report with Pete Toriello. Well, you cannot get into the city by bridge or tunnel. They have been turning traffic away coming in from Nassau County, too, on the westbound LIE at the Queens Line. However, they are open now on the westbound northern and the southern state parkways. So if you're coming into the city, you really have to do it by train. Uh, MTA, or rather uh, Metro North, the Jersey Transit, Long Island Railroad say that they are going to provide uh, as much normal service as they can today. And uh, PATH trains are running every 30 minutes. New Jersey Transit buses will not be coming into the city. We just got an update on the subways here, Judy, and uh, the MTA is telling us that the one and two trains are operating from the Bronx to 34th Street. The number one is local only. From Van Cortland Park, 242nd Street down to 34th Street. The number two is express service only from 241 down to 34th Street. The number three line is suspended. The four trains are operating from Woodlawn and the Bronx to New Lots in Brooklyn, skipping Union Square to Borough Hall. And the number five trains are operating from Dyer Avenue in the Bronx down to Flatbush Avenue in Brooklyn and again skipping uh, Union Square and Borough Hall. And uh, all subway, sir, the number six will be operating now. And uh, that will terminate, however, at Bleecker Street. Alternate side of the street parking regulations are suspended citywide. And I'll have more traffic coming up shortly on 1010 Winds. Winds News Time, 612. The most devastating terrorist attack ever conducted against the United States has people praying, but also pointing fingers. Those fingers seem to be pointing at terrorist mastermind Osama bin Laden. For an overview of the national picture, James Faraday joins us now with this live report. Well, Judy, in Washington today, Congress is determined to show the world that the deadly terrorist attacks on New York and the nation's capital will not stop America's government from doing the people's business. Newsman Vic Ratner is on Capitol Hill. Expect extra heavy security as lawmakers return to the Capitol, determined to show the world that, as Senate leader Tom Daschle put it, Americans will not be cowed by terrorism. We will speak with one voice to condemn these attacks to comfort the victims and their families. Senate Intelligence Committee member Richard Shelby was bitter that the attacks caught the U.S. by surprise. Shelby saying we were basically caught flat-footed. Another senator, Arizona's John McCain, says the attacks will permanently alter the way we live. I don't think our lives will ever be the same again in some respect, especially those who use airliners with some frequency. Meanwhile, on the other side of the Potomac, officials are still searching for survivors at the Pentagon. A fire chief there says between 100 and 800 people may be dead following the attack there. 
Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld echoing what seems to be the order of the day in Washington says his department will be functioning today. CNN's John King takes a look at what's happening at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. In the hours ahead, look for the administration to move aggressively on several fronts. First, an effort by the White House to make the case the federal government is doing all it can for the rescue and the relief operation. As part of that, there will even be a symbolic blood drive on the White House grounds this morning. Also, Secretary of State Colin Powell will be out making the round of morning news shows, also delivering remarks here in Washington, promising a thorough investigation and promising to reach out to governments around the world to build a new coalition against international terrorism. And when it comes to international terrorism, there's no more capable mastermind, say the experts, than Osama bin Laden. He's reportedly high on the list of suspects in yesterday's attacks. Former FBI Director James Woolsey says whether the guilty party is bin Laden or someone else, one thing is clear. The U.S. is now at war with a shadowy opponent. It's clear now, as it was uh, on December 7, 1941, the United States is at war. The question is with whom? In December of 41, we knew. Uh, today, we really don't. An Arabic newspaper today says bin Laden is almost certainly responsible for the attacks. CNN's Michael Jones takes a look at what Americans think. The vast majority of Americans consider the attacks on the World Trade Center and the Pentagon as acts of war. But only 21% are calling for an immediate military strike on terrorist organizations before the U.S. identifies which ones are responsible for Tuesday's events. Most think that those attacks were just the first stage in a sustained terrorist campaign that will continue in the next few weeks. And it may take weeks before officials know how many people died. Non-stop coverage of the terrorist attacks on New York and Washington continues now with 1010 Winds news anchor Judy DeAngelis. This is certainly a story about numbers, James. The numbers of the people on the planes, the times when the planes hit. But there are also several numbers that can help. Numbers to call for information about loved ones who may have been in the World Trade Center at the time of the attack. 1010 Winds reporter Brian Carey has been assembling those numbers and joins us now with this live report. Judy, the World Trade Center's Twin Towers saw an estimated 50,000 people walk through the doors for work daily, and thousands upon thousands more traveled through that area every morning, as they did yesterday morning. This morning, many remain unaccounted for, along with dozens and dozens and dozens of rescue personnel. And as horrific as this nightmare is for the entire nation, there's no describing what the families of the victims are feeling, many still not knowing the status of their loved ones. If you're looking for a lost loved one, the NYPD has set up two numbers, 866-856-4167 or 212-741-4626. Those numbers again, 866-856-4167 or 212-741-4626. There is a hotline for information on firefighters and EMS personnel as well. That number, 718-999-2541. Again, 718-999-2541. Also, the NYPD is asking that all civilian members of the department please report to work as scheduled this morning. The general number for questions in New York City is 212-560-2730, 212-560-2730. As for families of those who rode the ill-fated planes, American Airlines passenger information can be reached by calling 1-800-245-0999, 800-245-0999. United Airlines passenger information, 800-932-8555, 800-932-8555. The American Red Cross is providing 12 shelters in New York City. At each shelter, a number of services being provided for both physical and emotional aspects. Mental health workers are there. And food, water, blankets being provided. Jamie Drogan is a spokesperson for the Red Cross. Something of this magnitude is, is never something you can prepare for. But it is, it is our responsibility and our mission to do everything we can in our power to help the families and the victims and the relief workers to get through this as best they can. Those shelter locations are in Manhattan, Bayard, Ruston High School, 351 West 18th Street, Seward Park High School, 350 Grand Street, Washington Irving High, 40 Irving Place, Fashion Industry High School, 225 West 24th Street, Chelsea High School, 131 6th Avenue, Norman Thomas High School, 111 East 33rd Street, City School, 16 Clarkson Street, JHS 2211 Columbia Street, I 
S131 100 Hester Street, a comprehensive day and night, 242nd Avenue. On Staten Island, Curtis High School, 105 Hamilton Avenue. And in Brooklyn, Westinghouse High School, 105 Johnson Street. The Red Cross, the biggest needs, blood, money, and prayer. To give blood, call 1-800-GIVE-BLOOD. You'll be given the names of specific blood centers. As for donating money, you should call 1-800-HELP-NOW. Remember, all the services the Red Cross provides are provided for by volunteers. And the prayer, that speaks for itself. Non-stop coverage of the terrorist attacks on Washington and New York continues with 1010 Winds anchor Judy DeAngelis. Thank you, Brian. Victims of the terrorist attacks streamed into hospitals, nursing homes, and triage centers yesterday. Mayor Giuliani says several hundred people had been taken to hospitals by mid-afternoon and hundreds of walking wounded were taken by ferry to Liberty State Park in Jersey City. A steady stream of boats continued to arrive in Jersey City well into the night. Jersey City Mayor Glenn Cunningham says that about every 10 minutes another boat with 100 to 150 people pulled up. He says there are literally hundreds of ambulances deployed at the park from all over New Jersey. He said he had the feeling the rescue operation would go on for several days. You're listening to 1010 Winds Radio. Jim Maloney is at the editor's desk. Oh my God, the building fell. The South building just crumbled from the top. Oh my God. I can't imagine anything worse than this. Is that the second building of the World Trade Center going Yes, down? that is the second, that is the second tower. That is the second tower. Down. It's a huge pool of smoke that came out of the middle of the building and then the building just disappeared in the smoke. It is hard to speak the words when you watch such devastation. But as the dust settles on the worst terror attack in the history of the United States, there is activity, needed activity, at the site of what was once the World Trade Center complex in hopes that some of the survivors might still be amid the rubble. The city, though, is closed to those people who have no business being here. You can get out. You can't get in. There's just a few entry points for the latest on what is running and what is not. Let's go to shadow traffic in Pitoriello. Right, Judy, all of the bridges and tunnels coming into Manhattan are closed. In addition, the Holland and the Lincoln tunnels are shut down in both directions. George Washington Bridge at last word had only the upper level open going back to New Jersey. In New Jersey, there are a lot of closures. Eastbound Route 80, express lanes are shut down in Saddlebrook. The local lanes are closed in Fort Lee. Route 4 is closed eastbound to Jones Road. 46 East is closed in Fort Lee at 5th Street. Eastbound Route 3 is shut down at the 495 Viaduct. The traffic will be diverted over to Tunley Avenue. Northbound 1 to 9 is shut down just beyond the Pulaski Skyway where you duck under the covered roadway in Jersey City. The Jersey Turnpike eastbound Newark extension is closed. The northbound lanes are shut down on the turnpike on the eastern spur from 15E to Route 80. The northbound western spur is closed at Route 80. The Belleville Turnpike is shut down at the Whitpen Bridge. Southbound Palisades Parkway closed at Exit 2. Uh, northbound 440 is closed at Convery Boulevard. We've got uh, the Outer Bridge Crossing, the Gothels Bridge and the Bayonne Bridge closed to Staten Island. The FDR Drive, the West Side Highway are shut down both ways south of 96th Street. All streets in lower Manhattan below 14th Street are closed. The inbound Gowanus Expressway is shut down at Fort Hamilton Parkway. Jersey Transit, Metro North, Long Island Railroad are running normal service this morning, but as Judy has been saying, you don't come into the city unless you absolutely must positively be here. Get it? Path trains are running every 30 minutes, and uh, Staten Island ferries open to emergency personnel only. Street cleaning regulations have been suspended. Judy? Thank you, and I would like to send out a thank you to Officer Sanchez and Strong from Precinct 44 who helped me get to where I needed to go. There is a lot of activity, despite the fact that the sun is not up, down at the uh, World Trade Center complex area, where the buildings are no more. They are hoping to find some survivors there. 1010 Winds reporter Al Jones is as close as he can get. He's got this live report. And we're at Stuyvesant High School here at Chambers and West, uh, where we can see uh, 
puffs of uh, white ash continuing to uh, rise from the rubble. What we can see uh, most clearly is what used to be the uh, the walkway that extended from the World Trade Center across the West Side Highway to the World Financial Center. That, of course, came down uh, in the terror attack yesterday. Um, that's also where some of the efforts, the rescue efforts, have been concentrated. I talked with a construction worker manning one of those large saws that cuts through concrete and cuts through steel, and he said that uh, they had been working in that area because uh, firefighters had detected uh, some form of life uh, underneath that pile of debris. Now, most of what's being brought out in dump trucks, and there are a number of trucks rumbling by, uh, most of what's coming out is uh, steel and concrete that they've cut kind of from the edges. Uh, they haven't gone into the middle of it. Uh, for the most part, they're using dogs, probes, and a lot of hand uh, movement of uh, debris in hopes that uh, they won't disturb the pile. Uh, the pile's still a good uh, maybe 50 feet tall in the center. Uh, and uh, is a lot of debris. And there's also uh, quite possibly a lot of people trapped uh, inside in different pockets. So for now, it's a slow go as far as uh, cleaning of debris. And that doesn't mean there's not a lot to do because there's plenty around the periphery of here. Uh, several buildings that uh, across the street from the World Trade Center heavily damaged. Some of those also collapsed. In fact, uh, earlier this morning, they pulled two people outside of one of those buildings. So uh, the rescue effort here continues. It is still a rescue effort. Uh, they still hope to bring a lot of people out. But, of course, uh, as we all know, there are thousands that are unaccounted for, and the fear is uh, that many of those people are trapped inside and won't be walking out. Judy? Thank you. St. Vincent's Hospital was one of the first to receive the injured and dead. Tenton Winds reporter John Montone is uh, over in that area and checks in with this live report. Judy, the uh, grim reality really begins to uh, sink in as uh, you look at the front of uh, St. Vincent's uh, Hospital now as the sun comes up. There are triage units uh, set up outside with medical personnel, and uh, really they're doing absolutely nothing because no patients uh, have been brought here uh, since I've been here, uh, and that's been about two hours. Um, most of them uh, are, are uh, most of the patients who were brought in were brought in uh, uh, in the hours following uh, the terrible explosion, and they were brought in for uh, smoke and uh, dust inhalation. There were more than 300, um, uh, 300 patients uh, accepted here. Uh, I'm looking over at the podium now. We're expecting uh, an update from hospital uh, personnel shortly. And I'll uh, just tell you that uh, at, at this point, uh, very few people are being uh, taken here, uh, an indication that uh, they are not pulling people out alive uh, from that rubble. John Montone, 1010 Winds, reporting live from St. Vincent's. Well, needless to say, the world financial markets are in upheaval over this. Uh, certainly nowhere is that more evident than right here in New York. And while we do not have regular business hours today, we do know that things are still going on. So we're going to check in now with uh, 1010 Wins uh, financial expert, Larry Kofsky for the very latest on that. Trading on Wall Street for a second day as the financial district tries to... Twenty-four hours or so ago is no more. I, for one, am not particularly looking forward to heading downtown again. Asian markets, as predicted, sold off overnight. Tokyo's Nikkei index closed below 10,000 for the first time in about 17 years, losing 690 points. In Europe, an early recovery. London's FT100 index up only 10 points at last report after being up more than 80 in the early going. Trading was already underway in London yesterday when the tragedy struck and the market did sell off at that time to its worst level of the year. The economic impact of yesterday's reign of terror is only starting to be felt. MarketWatch.com chief economist Dr. Erwin Kellner is only one of many experts now predicting a downturn from what was a precariously low second quarter growth rate. Retailers, airlines, hotels, and insurance companies are likely to take a hit. Security companies, on the other hand, according to Kellner, are likely to see their business jump. Judy? Thank you, Larry. There are so many stories to tell of the horrific scene that occurred yesterday in Lower Manhattan. 1010 Winds reporter Steve Kastenbaum learned some of them. This horrific tragedy has touched everyone in and around the New York City area, myself included. For me, this began when I felt my building in Brooklyn shake. I looked out my window and saw the immense fireball from the second plane that had just crashed into one of the towers. Then, as I made my way across the Brooklyn Bridge about a half an hour later, I watched in total shock as one of the buildings 
buildings collapsed to the ground, creating an immense cloud of debris. Thousands upon thousands of people began running for their lives in lower Manhattan, many crying, screaming, terrified. Then the stories, like the one told by firefighter Tommy Dowdell of Engine 238. Our worst fears are that there are many hundreds, if not thousands, of dead people in the rubble there. Is that what you've been encountering? Definitely, without a doubt. There's definitely thousands. It goes into the thousands, and, and I wouldn't doubt that for one second. Thousands. And I'm talking uh, emergency uh, workers, uh, people that were in the building. One firefighter died when a person who jumped out of one of the burning buildings landed on him. Ten hours later, I looked over my shoulder as I walked across the Brooklyn Bridge and watched the billowing smoke rising from where the Twin Towers once stood. When I finally returned to my apartment building, I learned that one of my neighbors who works on the 101st floor of one of the towers never made it home. Steve Kastenbaum, 1010, wins news. Winds News Time 629. Mayor Giuliani has had nothing but praise for the men and women toiling to find victims in the tons of debris from the fallen Trade Center buildings. At least there's some hope that we'll be able to get some people out. We have been able to, to get two people out who, were, who have been identified as Port Authority police officers. I don't have their identities and I don't have their condition. We're going to uh, join a live briefing now that is going on at St. Vincent's. Let's listen in. We seem to be having a little trouble getting that. Let's try again. We seem to be having a little trouble getting that. Paramedics, firefighters, or police officers. We have six other hospitals in our system in Man Manhattan, Staten Island, Brooklyn, and Queens, those hospitals received 42 additional patients, including 20 who were brought by barge over to St. Vincent, Staten Island. One of those individuals died at St. Vincent, Staten Island. Our paramedics were at the scene throughout the day yesterday. Uh, as you saw and continue to see, we are ready for what we hope will be additional survivors today. We are the closest trauma center, and thus if there are any miraculous recoveries from the wreckage, they will most likely be brought here. Um, I'm going to ask Dr. Westfall to talk to you a bit about our paramedics and the work that they did, our ambulances, and the work that's happened in the trauma center, and then we'll take questions. Thank you, Matt. Mark, Dr. Westfall, Associate Hospital. Director of the Department of Emergency Medicine. Uh, uh, Mr. Ackerman has mentioned the number of patients that we've had, the conditions, and, and the four deaths in Manhattan here. Our paramedics have uh, had about seven crews since 8 a.m. yesterday morning that have assisted Fidney EMS in uh, obviously this uh, massive undertaking of responding to uh, critical trauma emergencies uh, downtown. Uh, none of our, all of our crews have been able to uh, participate and, uh, and treat patients and move patients and uh, fortunately have not been injured or, or uh, been critically injured themselves. Uh, we have uh, in the emergency department right now about a, all through the night a, a triple staff of nurses, physicians, uh, 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 physician assistants and technical staff. The administrative senior management has been up... Uh, almost all of them throughout the night, and we've been prepared and are awaiting uh, uh, victims from the site as well. Uh, we are, uh, as I think Mayor Giuliani has said over and over, we are uh, very hopeful, we are prepared. You are listening to Richard Westfall of St. Vincent's Hospital, a briefing on what we can expect a little later this morning. That is one of the hospitals that was the closest to the uh, terror scene down at the World Trade Center. Speaking of the World Trade Center, it is closed, as is most of Manhattan, certainly the lower portion. Let's check in with uh, Shadow Traffic and Pete Toriello for the latest on that. Right, Judy, the uh, Holland, the Lincoln Tunnels are shut down in both directions. The George Washington Bridge, New York bound, both levels are closed. Jersey bound, lower level is closed. And uh, the Bayonne Bridge, the Gothels Bridge, the Outer Bridge Crossing, New York bound, remain closed until further notice. All three bridges are open back to New Jersey. The MTA says the Brooklyn Battery and the Queens Midtown Tunnels are closed in both directions. The Triborough Bridge has no access into or out of Manhattan. The Verrazano Bridge, Brooklyn bound 
that upper level is closed and the lower level is open to the Belt Parkway and Fort Hamilton Parkway traffic only. The southbound Henry Hudson Bridge is also closed. The Brooklyn Bridge is shut down in both directions. Manhattan Bridge is also closed both ways. It is available for pedestrians leaving the city. The Williamsburg Bridge, Manhattan-bound, is closed. And the 59th Street Bridge, Manhattan-bound, both levels are closed. The Queens-bound lower level is also shut down. You can use the upper deck into Queens. The West Side Highway, the FDR driver shut down in both directions between 96th Street and Battery Park. The street cleaning regulations are suspended here in the city. Coming in from Long Island, the westbound northern and southern state parkways are closed at the Queens line, and the westbound Long Island Expressway is shut down at exit 33. City subways, most service has resumed with the exception of the 3, the C, and the Q Express. All stations in Manhattan from Canal Street and south of Canal will be bypassed. I'll have more traffic coming up shortly on 1010 Winds. Judy. And thank you. We have a lot of closings to tell you about, so let's toss it over to 1010 Winds reporter Brian Carey, who has been putting together the list. Brian. Well, Judy, all New York City public and parochial schools are closed, as are state and federal courts and borough courts. Employees there should stay home unless contacted, and jurors should not report for duty today. The Empire State Building, the Metropolitan Museum of Art, and all businesses below 14th Street in Manhattan, including Wall Street, the New York Stock Exchange, the NASDAQ, and the Amex, and the New York headquarters of AXA Financial will be closed today. Borough of Manhattan Community College on Chambers Street is closed. All other CUNY schools are open today. The Brooklyn Center of Long Island University has canceled classes. All non-essential employees at L. IU, Brooklyn, are being told to stay home. St. John's University canceling all classes and all offices there are closed except for essential staff. All facilities of the New York Public Library closed. The Bank Street Graduate School, Cope Institute, Fashion Institute of Technology, Juilliard School all closed. In Westchester, the Hallen School is closed. In New Jersey... Bogota schools, the Secaucus District, Bayonne schools, the Jersey City District, Passaic Catholic Regional, the A. Harry Moore School, New Jersey City University, Rutgers, Newark, Rutgers, New Brunswick, and Rutgers Technical Training Programs, and Ramapo College closed today. Judy. Thank you. The world is certainly on alert today as governments call for calm while stepping up their own security in the wake of the deadly and devastating attacks in New York and Washington. James Faraday joining us live with the latest overview on the national and world picture. Well, Judy, at the Pentagon, a fire chief says there could be up to 800 people dead. Officials expect the recovery effort will take several days. Firefighters are still trying to extinguish the flames within the structure after one of the hijacked planes slammed into the building yesterday. Despite all that, CNN's Bob Franken says the Pentagon will be able to function. They're going to be able to, in fact, uh, uh, handle everything. Of course, the Pentagon is such a huge operation, and uh, many of the operations can be switched to the other part. Uh, the Pentagon is, in fact already operating uh, militarily. It has ordered that uh, ships be sent out on both coasts. Members of Congress put aside partisan differences last night and joined on the steps of Capitol Hill to sing God Bless America. Congressional leaders say they'll meet today, as usual, vowing that this dastardly terrorist attack will not interfere with the business of governing the nation. Earlier in the day, Senator Chuck Schumer offered condolences. Our first feeling is for the families and the suffering and the pain that goes on in New York and throughout the country. Schumer says President Bush has promised to do everything he can to help the rescue and recovery efforts at the World Trade Center. The president last night promised the United States will find and punish those behind these evil acts and any country that harbors them. And use the word war in describing the situation. As newsman Ron Claiborne reports, the investigation into the hijacking at Dulles International Airport outside Washington is moving fast. Airport officials have confirmed the report that a vehicle was towed from parking lot C, which is very close to the American Airlines terminal, Terminal B. Uh, it's been reported that it is a Mitsubishi, I believe, Mirage. Uh, airport, airport officials uh, told us that they think it is a rental car, and we are told it had Virginia license plates. In Boston, investigators are streaming in, hoping to find clues into how the hijackers were able to breach security there and get onto the two airliners that later crashed into the Twin Towers. A Massachusetts congressman calls it an inside job. Nonstop coverage of the terrorist attacks on New York and Washington continues with 1010 Winds news anchor Judy DeAngelis. Three top New York City fire department officials died at the scene of the attack on the World Trade Center. One of the victims, Ray Downey, 
led a team of New York City firefighters to Oklahoma City back in 1995 to help authorities there deal with the bombing of the federal building. Also killed, First Deputy Commissioner William Freehan and Peter Gansey, Chief of Department. Mayor Giuliani had recently held a party to honor Ray Downey, the Chief of Special Operations. Ladder Company number one down on Duane Street is where many of the rescuers who are heading into the debris are coming from. 1010 Winds reporter Alice Stockton-Rossini made her way down to Ladder Company 1. The people living near what once was the World Trade Center are waking up this morning wishing it never happened. I found Ed unable to sleep, walking his dog and staring at the smoke that continues to rise from the remains. It's like the, the police and the firemen, I feel so bad for them and, uh, and all the victims. But these, these, these crazy people, I... In a way, I feel bad for them because they don't know what they started. They're, they've woken a sleeping giant. They're going to be crushed as dust. Many residents here are still without electricity and water, but Ed says the price they're paying as a result of the tragedy is nothing compared to those who paid with their lives. Alice Stockton Rossini, 1010 wins in Lower Manhattan. A couple of uh, points to send your way. The Postal Service has suspended mail collection from Blue Post Office boxes today in Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Queens. Anyone wishing to mail items must bring them to a post office. Mail delivery in Manhattan will be attempted as long as letter carriers can gain access to the building where mail cannot be delivered, customers will be notified where their mail can be picked up. Outside the affected areas, post offices will, of course, be open regular hours. You're listening to 1010 Winds Radio. Tom Offer is our writer. Today, our nation saw evil, the very worst of human nature. I can't find anybody from five rescues and seven squads. And it's just uh, it's a devastating thing. I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, the fire department will, will recover, but I don't know. How. The landscape of New York has been inalterably changed. The soul of America is scarred. We are bowed, but we are not broken. Yesterday morning, the worst terror attack in the history of the United States left most in shock and sorrow and the city shutting its entry doors. Those doors have yet to be reopened in many areas. We are being urged to stay out of the city if we can. What is running and what is not running? Let's get the latest from Shadow Traffic and Pete Torriello. Judy, all of the Hudson and East River bridges and tunnels that come into the city are shut down until further notice. One thing that is open in both directions is the Tappan Zee Bridge, and we're looking right at the traffic here on our uh, jam cam, and the Tappan Zee Bridge is bumper to bumper. It is crawling, coming in from Rockland County over to the Westchester side, because that's one of the few ways that you can get in to, uh, to Manhattan. We have a lot of traffic that is going to be coming in from the north, but if you're coming in from the east side, from the west side, uh, from the back, you cannot get in. The FDR Drive, the West Side Highway are shut down in both directions from 96th Street all the way down to the Battery. All of the streets below 14th Street are shut down. There are a number of closures in New Jersey connected with this. Uh, in Bergen County, for example, eastbound Route 4 is shut down at Jones Road in Englewood. Eastbound 46 is shut down at 5th Street in Fort Lee. Route 80 eastbound express lanes are shut down in Saddlebrook and the local lanes, the ramp to northbound 95 are shut down. Southbound 17, the ramp to Route 80 is closed. The Palisades Parkway southbound side is closed at exit 2. And also coming up from Middlesex County, northbound on 440, all lanes are shut down at Route 9 in Woodbridge. City subways, most service has resumed with the exception of the 3, the C, and the Q Express. All stations in Manhattan from Canal Street all the way down to the Battery are uh, shut down. Alternate side of the street parking regulations have been suspended on a citywide basis. New York City transit buses are operating in Manhattan above Houston Street. Buses are operating in each of the four remaining boroughs, but are experiencing delays. And PAT service is also going to be running. Of course, uh, the Exchange Place World Trade Center suspended indefinitely. Otherwise, service should be running about every 30 minutes on the path. Judy? Thank you, Peter. Special thank you uh, from me to Officer Sanchez and Strong of the 44th Precinct for helping me get to where I needed to go today. There are some 2,000 rescue workers scrambling across tons of debris and rubble at the site where the World Trade Center once stood. They're hoping to find survivors. There has been word that there are survivors there, that some calls to 911 have come from cell phones held by hands buried under tons of debris. 
Hundreds and likely thousands died when two planes smashed into the north and south towers of the Trade Center around 9 yesterday morning. About an hour later, first one, then the other tower collapsed as a fountain, dust and debris cascaded up streets, coating those fleeing for their lives. Two commercial planes, one United, one American, slammed into the towers. Both had been hijacked. A third hijacked plane slammed into the Pentagon. A fourth crashed just outside of Pittsburgh. Early indications are that terrorist Osama bin Laden is the mastermind of the deadly attacks. President Bush vowing the government will find and punish those behind the evil acts. 1010 Winds reporter Al Jones trying to get down as close as he can to the scene of the devastation. Let's check in for this live report. And Judy, uh, maybe it was better before daybreak because uh, at least when it was dark out, you really couldn't see um, the magnitude of like, what happened down here in lower Manhattan. If you, uh, I'm standing here on Greenwich Avenue. I'm looking down at uh, what used to be, obviously, the uh, the North Tower, and uh, it would pretty much block the uh, scene. I'm looking down there now, and it looks like uh, something that you might see uh, from an earthquake uh, in another part of the world. Uh, the steel girders have pancaked down. I can I can count nine or ten of them just stacked one on top of the other. It's a steaming pile of concrete and, and steel. Uh, the hoses are being uh, trained on it because there's still fire and hot spots underneath. The firefighters still have some work to do on this side. Uh, you walk over to West Side, to West Street, and uh, where the footbridge used to be that connected the World Trade Center with the World Financial Center. That footbridge, of course, came down uh, yesterday. And uh, that's where a lot of the rescue effort is being concentrated because uh, fire officials say that they have signs, that they've heard signs, and they have signs from the dogs and also the, the probes that there are people trapped underneath there uh, and that the, the hope is, obviously, that those people are alive. Um, around the area, you walk around here, and it's just amazing. There's uh, The ash is still on covers the streets just like it did yesterday. It wasn't going to go anywhere. It still hangs in the air. It's this uh, kind of sickening smell. Um, and the whole area is uh, evacuated, save for the emergency officials and obviously the media. Um, you'll see firefighters uh, stretched out on cots, totally exhausted from this, trying to catch some sleep, uh, trying to you know recharge their batteries. You can uh, talk to police officers who uh, you can see it in their eyes. Uh, this whole thing has just been overwhelming for a number of these people. You can see the horror on their faces. Uh, they, they just have a tough time talking about this. I talked with an EMS official who, who had been here since uh, 9.30 yesterday. Um, and he's just, uh, he's just drained. I mean, he's just like a shell. I was talking to him. I don't even think he could see me. He was just so tired. And his only concern is two nephews that work inside World Trade Center. That's the scene this morning, Judy. It is really, now that the sun is coming up and uh, day is breaking, it's really an incredible scene down here. And a grim one at that. Uh, just a few minutes ago, St. Vincent's Hospital held a news conference. 1010 Winds reporter John Montone was there. He has a recap for us in this live report. And I think the, uh, the grim reality here is that the uh, number of patients uh, that have been uh, taken to the emergency room isn't much higher uh, considering uh, the physical uh, devastation uh, at the, uh, to the site of the World Trade Center. They've received 361 patients. They've updated that. Ninety of them have been admitted and four have died. Um, I'm, I'm giving you these numbers as uh, we just got them here. Fifty-eight of the patients admitted uh, were paramedical workers, uh, firefighters, and uh, police officers. Um, they also tell us that um, one patient died en route to a St. Vincent's uh, facility on uh, Staten Island. And uh, as we've been reporting all morning, these uh, triage units are set up. They have a triple staff uh, here. They're waiting, almost hoping ambulances begin arriving with people who somehow survived the blast. But uh, the doctors who briefed us uh, these are intelligent guys. Uh, they're realists as well, and uh, they do not um, readily anticipate that. Uh, they did make another urgent plea for blood, especially uh, O-negative blood, uh, to, to get to the New York Blood Center if you can. They said that that will continue uh, to be needed, but again, we have not seen that onslaught of, of victims uh, taken here. Uh, one of the doctors also spoke, uh, and, and Al just touched on this, um, with the 
the uh, the EMS worker he was talking to, but the psychological trauma. Um, they're telling us that this is going to start hitting New Yorkers today. Uh, New Yorkers may may have been in shock yesterday as this happened. They may have taken it in the stride. They may have gone about their business in some parts of the city um, that was separate. They separated uh, by you know blocks and miles of the World Trade Center. But today you're going to be seeing a lot of people uh, in need of some type of psychological trauma, and uh, they're urging people to uh, to call mental health hotlines uh, that are being uh, set up uh, to talk to someone. Uh, one of the doctors also told us, you know, talk to your children. Uh, he said his own children got up in the middle of the night, uh, and he had to talk to them and, and reassure them. And this will be very uh, important as the full impact of, of yesterday's uh, attack begins to sink in as uh, as people instead of uh, watching the news and horror and 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 seeing what happened actually uh, start taking a longer term view of this. So again, we have uh, more than 350 people were taken here, most of them for smoke and dust inhalation. Uh, 90 were admitted uh, with other uh, uh, forms of uh, trauma, uh, fractured legs, um, other um, organ damage. Four people here uh, were pronounced dead. They have not received a patient here uh, since last night, and that's uh, what is fueling this uh, sense that uh, not many people are going to come out of that rubble alive. John Montone, 1010 Winds, reporting live from St. Vincent. 1010 Winds reporter Alice Stockton Rossini headed to Lower Manhattan. At Tribeca Towers, an apartment building just blocks from what once was the World Trade Center, some residents are sleeping in the lobby. Like most of the buildings here, there's no water or electricity. In some cases, no phones. Gloria hasn't been back to her 20th floor apartment since yesterday when she watched the Twin Towers go down. I always thought I lived in the best place in the world. And now when I look out my window, the Trade Center's not going to be there anymore. It's like... I always used to say, oh, well, if they just move that building a little bit, I'll be able to see the Statue of Liberty. I'm sure I'll be able to see it now. Alice Stockton Rossini, 1010 Winds in Lower Manhattan. Winds News Time, 650. The shockwaves from the Despicable Act have rippled around the world and no quarter that has not been affected, including the world of sports. Other than work stoppages, Major League Baseball postponed an entire day's schedule yesterday for the first time since the death of President Roosevelt. The Yankees have already postponed tonight's game with the White Sox in the Bronx, and there was word the White Sox planned to leave town this morning, an indication that baseball would likely wipe out more games. Mets were scheduled to play the Pirates in Pittsburgh. They left a hotel across the street from a federal building there yesterday, moving to one in the suburbs as a security precaution. The NFL, which was once criticized for playing on the weekend following President Kennedy's assassination in 1963 isn't sure about this weekend schedule. A decision's expected within the next 24 to 48 hours. Three college football games scheduled for tomorrow night were postponed. From the NHL, the Los Angeles Kings were scheduled to open training camp today despite losing two members of their organization in yesterday's tragedy. Ace Bailey, director of pro scouting for the Kings, and Mark Bavis, another scout for the club, were aboard the United Airlines flight that left Boston. The second plane that hit the World Trade Center, Ace Bailey was a one-time linemate of Wayne. Gretzky. Steve Torrey, 1010 Wins News. Well, if you're just awakening now, it is 6.51 in the morning, and it wasn't a dream. It really did happen, and things are going to be bollocked up for quite some time. Let's check in with Shadow Traffic and Pete Torriello. Find out the latest. Uh, Judy, all Hudson and East River bridges and tunnels that come into Manhattan are shut down. Uh, some of the crossings are available to get out of town. However, the Lincoln and the Holland tunnels are shut down in both directions. They've got the uh, Queens Midtown Tunnel and the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel shut down both ways. And also coming down the southbound side of the Henry Hudson Parkway, they have everything shut down up there at 232nd Street. Now, one bridge that is open is the Tappan Z Bridge, and we are seeing extremely, and I underline the word extremely heavy traffic coming into Westchester County right now. It is very light, obviously, on the return ride to Rockland County. They've also been uh, shutting down the westbound northern southern parkway and the Long Island Expressway at the Queens Line on a sporadic basis. Regarding your subway service, the TA tells us that most service has resumed, with the exception of the 3, the C, and the Q Express, and all subway stations in Manhattan from Canal Street south are closed. The FDR drive is shut down in both directions, as is the West Side Highway from 96th Street all the way down to the Battery. And, of course, everything below 14th Street is totally off limits. Street cleaning regulations are suspended. Judy? 1010 Winds reporter Brian Carey has been assembling some numbers that you may need to know. So let's join him now live. 
50,000 people, that's the estimate of the people who worked at the World Trade Center. Factor in thousands upon thousands more who did business there. And the more than 70 stores and restaurants there and people traveling through, coming off the subway system. And who really knows just how many people were there when horror hit yesterday. And on this new day, thousands of people still unaccounted for. And it's not knowing that is giving some people hope and fear at the same time. If you're looking for a lost loved one, the NYPD has set up two numbers. 866-856-4167. That's 866-856-4167. Or 212-741-4626. 212-741-4626. There's a hotline for information on firefighters and EMS personnel. That number specifically, 718-999-2541. Again, 718-999-2541. Also, the NYPD is asking that all civilian members of the department please report to work as scheduled later this morning. The American Red Cross is providing 12 shelters in New York City. At each of those shelters, a number of services provided. Trained disaster mental health workers will be there to, of course, tend to the emotional grief. Food, water, blankets are being provided as well. And registered nurses are there. Those shelter locations in Manhattan, Bayard Rustin High School, 351 West 18th Street, Seward Park High, 350 Grand Street. Washington Irving High School, 40 Irving Place, Fashion Industry High School, 225 West 24th Street, Chelsea High School, 131 6th Avenue, Norman Thomas High School, 111 East 33rd Street, City School, 16 Clarkson Street, JHS 2211 Columbia Street, IS 131 100 Hester Street, Comprehensive Day and Night, 242nd Avenue. On Staten Island, Curtis High School, 105 Hamilton Avenue, and in Brooklyn, Westinghouse High, 105 Johnson Street. Jamie Drogan is a spokesperson for the American Red Cross. What kind of help do you, the Red Cross, need at this point? The three things that they can give are blood, money, and prayer. Uh, blood, we suggest people should call 1-800-GIVE-BLOOD to find out about donating blood in their local area and where they need to go and what they need to bring. In terms of money, we encourage people to call 1-800-HELP-NOW to make a financial donation to the Red Cross because all of the services of the Red Cross are provided for by the time um, and financial contribution of volunteers. And prayer is just, you know, to think about those that are out there that have been fortunate enough to have found their loved ones. And the Red Cross would like to extend their deepest sympathies for those that have lost people in this tragedy. Again, to give blood, call 1-800-GIVE-BLOOD. You'll be given the names of specific blood centers. As for donating money, you should call 1-800-HELP-NOW. Remember, all of the services the Red Cross provides are provided for by volunteers. 1010 Winds anchor Judy DeAngelis continues our coverage of the terrorist attacks on New York and Washington. Winds News Time 655. World reaction has certainly been swift. Governments around the globe are urging calm, but also stepping up their own security. Yesterday's attack hit at the heart of America in New York and Washington, D.C. With the national and world overview, James Faraday joins us live. Well, Judy, the smoke hasn't yet cleared from yesterday's attacks on the World Trade Center and the Pentagon. But one thing is very clear this morning. International terrorist mastermind Osama bin Laden is at the top of virtually every suspect list. Experts say the Saudi exile is probably the only one who has the resources to coordinate four nearly simultaneous hijackings and the subsequent crashes into targets in New York and Washington. Bin Laden denies any involvement, but is said to be quite happy about the attacks. A bin Laden aide quoted by Pakistani TV says bin Laden, upon learning of the death and destruction, thanked Almighty Allah and bowed before him. He also praised the people who carried out the attacks. Meanwhile, firefighters are still working to put out the blaze at the Pentagon. The fire chief says the death toll there could hit 800. The recovery effort could take several days. One firefighter describes the scene as unspeakable damage. President Bush vows the government will hunt down and punish the terrorists responsible for the attacks and pledges full support to both cities' targets. Emergency teams are working in New York City and Washington, D.C. to help with local rescue efforts. Our first priority is to get help to those who have been injured and to take every precaution 
to protect our citizens at home and around the world from further attacks. Americans are still absorbing the shock from yesterday's incidents. Newsman Gary Langer reports on the latest polling data. The public divides almost evenly on whether or not the United States did all it reasonably could to prevent this attack. Now, though, 9 in 10 express at least some confidence that those responsible will be caught and punished. More than half are even very confident of that. And vast majorities, around 9 in 10 Americans, say they support military action against groups or nations found responsible, even if that means war. Nonstop coverage of the terrorist attacks on New York and Washington continues with 1010 Winds News anchor Judy DeAngelis. Wall Street is closed for a second day today, and it's going to take a lot longer than that for it to recover emotionally. 1010 Winds reporter Larry Kosky is not live on Wall Street and probably won't be for some time, but he is here with what we can expect from the financial markets. Well, Judy, financial markets, as you said, are uh, closed today. Uh, and uh, when trading resumes, we can probably expect a sell-off. We certainly saw one in Asia overnight. But perhaps, and this is just an educated guess on my part, by putting some distance between the tragedy and the resumption of trading, it's possible that we'll avoid a knee-jerk response. And uh, perhaps that uh, early decline that we see might be muted. Insurance companies say damage claims from the destruction of the World Trade Center are likely to make, the most ex- make it the most expensive man-made disaster in history. Total losses from yesterday's attacks, they're saying, could reach $15 billion. Shares of several large insurance companies were hit hard in European trading this morning. Airline stocks were lower in Asia. It'll be tomorrow at the earliest before U.S. investors get a chance to respond to the tragedy. As we've been saying on 1010 wins since late yesterday, U.S. financial markets closed today for a second day. This is not good news for an already fragile U.S. economy. MarketWatch.com chief economist Dr. Irwin Kellner is among several experts now predicting a downturn, and we don't have much to uh, much ground to give here during the second quarter. The economy was growing at a very slow two-tenths of one percent annual rate, Judy. The World Trade Center was 110 stories tall. There is nothing left but rubble today. The North and South Tower collapsed. About eight hours after the initial attack, just about nine o'clock yesterday morning, An adjacent World Center Tower also collapsed. And yet through it all, you can see an American flag flying amid the rubble. Our special coverage will continue. You're listening to 1010 Winds Radio, WINS, New York. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 